0: Welcome to the podcast, Let the Prophets Speak. This is chapter 12. Since chapter 12 is short, we'll do the entire chapter in this podcast. In this Perak, in this chapter of Isaiah, we continue the prophecy of Ishayahu regarding the coming redemption of the Jewish people from their long exile, which will occur in the days of the Mashiach, of the Messiah. Isaiah, Ishayahu deliberately drew upon the images of the exodus from Egypt, if you recall at the end of the last parak, as he referenced the drying up of the Euphrates and a path of dry land for the Jewish people to walk to Israel, clearly reminiscing the days of the exodus of Egypt and the splitting of the Red Sea. In today's chapter, Ishayahu continues his comparison, only with some very different emphases. emphases where Ishayahu clearly lays out his understanding of the true mission of the Jewish people and how the ultimate redemption differs greatly from the redemption from Egypt. I want you to listen closely to Yishayahu's words because this is one of his most powerful statements here in this chapter in which he describes his vision of the relationship between God, the Jewish people, and all the nations of the world. We start with verse 1. bayomahu." <inaudible> And on that day you will say, what will the Jewish people say? Oducha Adonai We give thanks to you, God, ki Onafto bi yashov apcha For you have been angry at me, but now you have turned your anger away from me And you have given me comfort <coughs> On that day, in the day of ultimate redemption After thousands of years of exile and suffering and violence They will finally look to God and stay Instead of praying, instead of begging for an end to suffering, or praying for salvation, they will finally look to God and just say, Thank you. Because for so many years, to be, you have punished me as a nation. But finally now you turned away from your anger and brought me comfort. Do not make the mistake of reading this verse. Thank you God, ki for you have made me suffer. This is not a statement that one thanks God for suffering. The Radak points out and, and and carefully explains to us that you have to look at the entire verse. That's why, O'dcha Hashem, because you were angry at me, but now you have finally given me comfort. So thank you, God. He nay behold, El you are the God of my deliverance. I can now feel confident and I will feel no longer afraid because my strength and my might is God and He has finally been, for me now, a deliverance. They will finally be able to look at God and say, Here He is, the God of my deliverance. Why? Because my strength and my might is in God and He has now become a deliverance. you as the Jewish people, Isaiah says, will finally be able to draw waters Plentiful waters in pure joy, me my nehai from the wellsprings of true deliverance and triumph. <coughs> now, what what do people do when there's true deliverance and triumph? Remember, he said the words we just read in the last verse: aziva What is my strength? What is my might? God. Those same exact words were sung by the Jewish people as at the exodus of Egypt, as they watched the Egyptian drown in the Red Sea. They also used those same words. So, and there they went on to sing. And here Isaiah is about to say, what will you sing? This is what we will sing. But there's something very different here. And listen carefully. And on that day, that day in the future, what will you say? What will you finally sing? Let us give thanks to God, let us call out in His name. But not like we did in Egypt when the following words were Sus that God threw the horse and his rider and the nation and the entire army that was against us into the sea. The same words we used as to start, but we finished by saying Sus We finished by saying God, you crush our enemies. But now, what do you say? We look to the world and say, Let us make God's deeds known among all the nations. Let us declare to the entire world how God's name is exalted. Mention it, say it, teach it. This is the song of true redemption. Sing to God because He has done greatness. Just like at the Song of the Sea, they also talked about Ki Gaoga, those same words. God is great, God is exalted, God is high. <coughs> but over there it was Gaoga, and he destroyed our enemies, and all of our enemies will be afraid. But here it is Mudatsot Let us pronounce this greatness to the entire world, so that the entire world can bask in the glory of God. This is the difference. Finally, finally now. Finally, when we have accomplished our true mission, the true mission of bringing the Word of God and the greatness of God and the joy of God to the entire world, finally those that dwell in Zion can finally rejoice. (coughs) For great in your midst is the Holy One of Israel. The Mepharshim explained that whenever Mishayahu uses this term, of Kedosh Israel, the Holy One of Israel. It's referring to the Holy One of Israel who is projecting that holiness throughout the entire world through Israel. That the entire world looks at the nation of the Jewish people and says, that is the God that we want to serve. That is the God that we want to, to be close to. That is the God that we want to exalt and enjoy and bask in His glory. The God of justice and righteousness, the God of Yeshayahu. Thank you for listening to Chapter 12. Looking forward to seeing you together as we study Chapter 13.